Hi friends, my name is Rick Pasquale. I'm the pastor of ICF Rome, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. I know God's got a word for you. And if you'll just sit back and listen to this word today, I know God can change your life. So listen up, God's got something to say to you. Thank you for joining us today. You've joined ICF Rome, which has campuses and online presence all over the world. You know, you're part of a, a great family, family that's on their journey to heaven. And today, as we begin a new series on Faith Moves Our Prayers, I know coming out of last month on Faith Moves Our Spiritual Health, we are ready to see the action. We're ready for the miracles to happen. We're ready for the answers to prayer. So our Bible verse for this month is comes from Matthew's gospel, chapter 17, verse number 20. And it just so happens that we use the theme verse of the entire year for this particular month. He replied, because you have so little faith, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing, say with me nothing, nothing will be impossible for you. Now, just hearing that verse, and we've been eight months now of teaching on faith moves some component of our spiritual life. This month is faith moves our prayers. Last month, we talked about faith moving our spiritual health. And I said that prayer is like going into the war room so that we can talk to God and allow the authority that God has given to us to pray with spiritual dominion. In January of this year, I said faith is believing that God is going to respond to your request. I'm going to say that again. Faith is believing that God is going to respond to your request. In other words, you're going to ask God and God's going to respond. The second component of that is understanding that Bible verse is what's the mountain. If we're going to pray and speak to a mountain, then what's the mountain? In the spiritual sense, it's a need. It's an issue. It's an obstacle. It's a situation that only God can handle. And when you think about it like that and you understand what God's trying to say, he's trying to say, look, I'm investing into you the spiritual authority that is necessary for you to pray with faith. Faith moves our prayers. In other words, you pray in faith believing. You believe that God is going to respond and answer your prayer. See, God hears our prayers. 
But I've said so many times, but he can't hear what you don't say. Remember, God hears your prayers. And this month, as we talk about prayers, we're going to talk about the movement of understanding how that you pray with authority and you pray with this dominion. Remember, if you pray in faith, you've got to understand what faith is. Now, I told you what I said in January as the definition of that. I want to give you the biblical definition from Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one. Now, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. In other words, we don't see it, but we believe it. That God is going to respond to our faith and move them out. See, people ask me all the time, well, what is prayer, Pastor? Well, simply put, it's talking to God. And I think everybody ought to talk to God. Our children ought to talk to God. Our teenagers ought to talk to God. Our young people ought to talk to God. Our older people ought to talk to Everybody ought to talk to God. But I think we ought to talk to God in a confidence and knowledge that God is listening to everything we're doing. God is having an assurance in our life that something good is about to happen. A miracle is going to happen. It's not like praying and saying, well, I don't really think God's going to respond to this. No, it's believing that our prayer is going to be responded by God. It's going to happen. See, when we pray, we pray believing. We pray trusting. We pray with a confidence. See, I don't go into my prayer room to pray saying, well, I'm not sure if God's going to listen to me today. I don't go into my prayer time saying, well, I'm not sure if I should really ask God or not. No, 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 no. When I ask God, I'm expecting, I'm believing that God's going to respond. And you say, well, you're the pastor. Listen, the same God that lives in me is the same God that lives in you. The same God that died for me is the same God that died for you. The same God that forgave my sin is the same God that forgives your sin. The same God that's preparing a place for me in heaven is the same God preparing a place for you in heaven. So you've got to believe that you're having faith to believe that when you pray, something good is about to happen. I'm telling you, my friends, it's that talking to God saying, I believe. So if we're going to pray and understand this dominion, I thought we should have a definition I guess today I've given you a few definitions of some things. But dominion is, that word says it like this. The power or right of governing and controlling. Sovereign authority. Rule. Control. Domination. A territory usually of considerable size in which a single rulership holds sway. In other words, the bigger guy has more power. The bigger nation has more power. Now that's not always true, but I want you to know that's the subject matter of the word dominion. So the definition that I want us to use for this month in the teaching 
of dominion and the teaching of prayer is I want us to pray, talk to God with spiritual dominion. In other words, that's believing the authority or the rulership over what we're praying for. So if we're praying for our children, we're praying that God's authority and God's rulership is going to help our children. If we're praying for a physical need, we're praying with authority, rulership, that the sickness is going to be gone. Are you getting me? If we're praying for a financial concern or a financial need, we're praying with authority and belief that the financial need is going to be met. We had a testimony uh, just a couple weeks ago where an individual said, called in and said, man, I don't know where this money came from. I've been faithful in giving of my tithes, but all of a sudden, a large sum of money ended up in my bank account. And their first response was, it had to be a mistake. Somehow, this money came into my account and it had to be an accident, a mistake of the bank, something happened. So they called the bank, not just once, but twice, to say to the bank people, you made a mistake. And the bank people both times responded, no, this is your money. We know for a fact that this is your money. Matter of fact, it was a mistake we made a couple years ago. And now the money, we put it back in your account. It's your money. See, my friend, God has a way where there seems to be no way of working out every detail for your situation. Some of you, it's a prayer of knowing the direction that God would have for your life. And some of you may be saying, man, but praying with that spiritual authority and understanding this dominion, I've made so many mistakes. Maybe God's trying to say, look, the way you've been trying to do this has not been the right way. So we're investing in you the knowledge that you pray like we're talking about. God's about to respond. So I want you this month, as we do this teaching on faith moves our prayers, we're talking about praying with a spiritual understanding that God is going to do something great. See, talking with God, using the authority to take control over our situation or a sickness or an attack of the enemy. That's going to be our definition for the month. We're going to say talking with God. That's the prayer. Using the authority to take control over our situation. Those are the mountains or a sickness. There's a mountain or an attack of the enemy. There's a mountain. See, the ending of that portion of scripture. That's our theme verse for the month. Matthew 17, verse number 20, at the very end of that, it says, nothing will be impossible for you. Can you get a hold of that today? Can your heart just leap a little bit more knowing that God entrusts so much his authority in you? He's invested it in you so that you can actually say the words, nothing will be impossible for me.
God's saying it about you. I want you to say it for yourself. That as you speak to the mountain, it will be thrown as far as the east is from the west. It will be thrown into the sea. It will be forgotten. It will be wiped out. That's the authority. That's the confidence. That's the assurance. So that when we pray, we are believing that God is about to answer the prayer. See, that's what I'm talking about for this month. I want us to pray believing with the authority. We're going to call it dominion authority. Remember, rulership over. Everything that comes in our way. So that when we see the mountain begin to move, when we see the sickness heal, when we see the miracle happen, we know that God has answered our prayer. See, the end of last month, I used a Bible story of the lame man. And Peter and John was going into the temple and they used the words in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Those same words I want you to use this month. I want you to pray in the name of Jesus. Because he's the one that's given to you the authority. Maybe you didn't. This is the first time you've listened to us. Man, you need to go back and listen to last month's series on, on understanding our spiritual health. Because it kind of set us up for this month of prayer. And what a, what a, you know, in the middle of this pandemic, it seems like in some countries it's winding down. In other countries, it seems to be perking up. But I want us to know that in our lives, we still need to understand that God is for us and that God is going to help us. So today, it's our first Sunday of the month and we always serve communion online and live. But I want us and this communion time. I want us to do what the scripture asks us to do. I want us to examine ourselves. It said to examine ourselves and then eat and drink of the bread together. You know, when we do that, we are saying of the Lord, we are saying to him, look, God, I'm entrusting you with my life. And I want you to look inside. I mean, inside. And if there be anything, please forgive me. So, Father, today, as we get ready to receive communion, I pray, oh God, that individuals will say of themselves, Lord, look deep inside. If there be any wicked way in me, oh Lord, if there be any negative in me, Lord, please cleanse me. Please change me, Lord. I ask for forgiveness today. Lord, let that be the prayer of everyone that's saying to you, Lord, look inward. Lord, we examine ourselves to say, Lord, we love you. Lord, you've done so much for us. I love you, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity 
to receive communion this day. Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 23 through 28. I want to read that whole five verses for you today. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. And I pray that you've had a few moments there to get your cup and get your juice and be ready for this communion time. And I want you to know that as your pastor, I want you to know that Communion is such an important time because it helps us to remember what Jesus has done for us. And as we remember, I want you to know there are so many things he has done. One of the things that dying on the cross for each of us says to me, I pray it says to you, huh, he loved me. He loves you. He took those stripes upon his back so that we can be healed. You've heard me say it many times, our body, our mind, our soul, and our spirit. God's healing is complete. It's not partial healing, it's complete healing. Our body, our mind, our soul, and our spirit. So today as we take this bread, we hold it in our hands, we remember what Jesus has done for us. Lord, as we receive this bread today, I pray, oh God, that we will remember that those stripes you took upon your back for our healing, it said by your stripes, we are healed. And Lord, I pray if there be any person that needs healing today on the authority that you've given to us, we believe, we speak, be healed in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we eat of the bread together, please? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just take a minute and thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Jesus. You know, then he took the cup. 
And he was sitting with his disciples and he was saying, look guys, it's not going to be much longer. And I'm going to, I'm going to die for your sins. My friend today, as you're sitting there, wherever you are listening to this message, partaking of this communion, or maybe today you decided not to partake. What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. His shed blood cleanses us from all wrongdoing. It's the remembering. Remembering what Jesus has done for you, for the world. So today, O oh Lord, we remember. We look and we see the cross and we say, Oh, at the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. In other words, the sin of my heart rolled away. You rolled it away out of my life because of your blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for dying for us. Thank you for forgiving us. Lord, today cleanse us from all wrongdoing. We thank you today, O Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we drink of the cup together, please? Let's just thank the Lord. Maybe you can stand up with me and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for healing me. Thank you, Lord, for my family. Thank you, Lord, for miracles. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. I pray that it's been a good day for you. You know, the shortened message today was kind of a setup to get us ready for this month. But I wanted to make sure there was plenty of time for communion. Communion is always so important. Maybe you're just seeing it for the first time and you weren't a part of the live and you say, hey, I want to still do that. Just play this back. And maybe there's some family members that missed. And you say, hey, I need to play this back for them. Please do that. Get that bread out. Get that juice out. You say, well, does it need to be a special kind of bread? or No, just get a bread and a juice. We use grape juice and we use crackers. But it doesn't matter. What does matter is that you're honoring the Lord. Now, I want you to know this month is going to be a great month. You're going to hear some great messages from Pastor Jen and, and, and myself as we want to get you very involved in prayer. You know, prayer is going to help us. Prayer is going to change us. So I want you to go to our website why don't you send us a note of thanks and saying, hey, appreciate the message, Pastor. Thanks for your prayers. If you need prayer today, there's people online right there to take you into some prayer rooms and pray with you. Don't miss those opportunities. And we want to bless you and believe that God is going to do some great things for you this week. I'll see you next week online. I love you. Be blessed, my church.